Support for Internet Explorer comes from Squarespace. With Squarespace, sites look professionally designed regardless of your skill level, and there's absolutely no coding required. The site is intuitive and the tools are easy to use. And if you sign up for a year, you get a completely free domain. Start your free trial site today at squarespace.com. When you sign up, make sure to use the offer code Internet Explorer to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, you should. This episode of Internet Explorer... This is not a joke. This is serious. This may not be suitable for all uh, listeners. This is serious. Yes, there is quite a bit of talk about masturbation. Whatever. That's not a big deal. But more seriously, um, there is going to be a clip of some Dave Matthews music in here. And I know that this can be very disturbing and triggering for some people um, because it is terrible. This is not nearly as bad as if, say, we were going to be talking about Hootie and the Blowfish, but it's it's pretty high up there. Hootie's way better, BTW. Like, they were just writing, like, fantastic pop songs, okay? Dave Matthews is just garbage. Katie, I like Dave Matthews' band, sort of. Maybe. They have a good drummer. Oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome to BuzzFeed's Internet Explorer. I'm Ryan Broderick. Oh, Ryan. Hi. How you doing? It's Katie. I'm Katie. <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm very excited about today's show because it's it's about something very near and dear to my heart, which is paying women money to manipulate me, essentially. <laughs> um, I didn't realize that was so near and dear to your heart. Yeah. I mean, I love being dominated by women in all forms, but particularly uh, this week, we're talking about financial domination which is like pegging for your wallet. I can't believe all this time that I've been just absolutely dominating you in this podcast and I've not been getting paid a single cent from you by it. I know. That's sort of like ultra fine dom, right? Which is, uh, by the way, we're going to be using this term a lot for this episode. Fine dom, short for financial domination. Um, Katie, can, can, you, can you tell our listeners a simple definition for what financial domination is? Sure. So th- the concept is that it's a very specific subset of the larger BDSM world where as a sort of form of control, humiliation, submission, you just pay women a lot of money. And it's not for sex. It's not for anything. It's just for purely the humiliation of paying someone for nothing. Right. Um, it's it's sort of like incredibly high concept BDSM. You've removed all of the right. sex from it. I mean, tra- you know, probably you're going to like you're going to wank your hog until like it's, you know, a mess <laughs> later, but like during the actual right. process there's no sex. Right. This is something you can very easily find people doing on Twitter. If you go on there right now and you search the hashtag findom or findom, um, F-I-N-D-O-M, or things like paypig. Oh, yeah. I'm a pay pig. I'm a pay pig. Um, You will find people who self-identify, men who identify as a pay pig. And it is their, like, sexual fantasy just to spend money on women, to just pay them for nothing. Yeah. Um, And I think that it's, if you've ever had the experience of buying something and then, like, the next day it goes on sale, the feeling of humiliation and anger and weird guilt that you feel over, you know, sort of getting rinsed like that. That's the feeling that they like, yeah. um, but in a sexual way. So imagine that. It's like <laughs> male privilege, but it makes you horny like by having it taken away from you. It's like you have so much male privilege that you pay women to take it away from you to make you horny. Right. So we're going to talk about how that plays out on the Internet. We're also going to speak to some of the people involved in this community. If you're a pay pig and you want to pay me and Ryan, 
I'm very sorry, but we're actually not allowed to accept payment for this work. I am. I'm when I when I joined BuzzFeed, there was a special clause in my contract that allowed me to continue my find dom. So like, um, <laughs> I'm I have a separate Twitter account for it at Mistress Ryan. You can definitely chat me up, and I will take control of your worthless, stupid fucking bank account, you miserable pay pig. But before we get into the into the whole world of find dom, I wanted to start this week's episode with a public service announcement. Thank you. You know what? We don't do enough public service here, Ryan. Okay. So thank you for 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 considering uh, the public good that we can bring to people. Yeah. So this is a this is a, maybe this will be a segment if if I come across more things like this. But this is a pickup artist public service announcement. <laughs> I have come across a pickup artist trick that is currently being used like a lot, and I wanted to alert everyone to its existence. Katie, are you familiar with the apocalypse opener? On Tinder? No. No. Oh. So neither had I. And I feel like when you and I discover a new thing in the world of like pickup artists or men's rights activists, it's incredibly exciting because like they're sort of boring and they don't come up with a lot of new stuff. So wait, so this is something that men pickup artists are using on women? Yes. Okay, hold on one second. Women. It's me, your friend Katie. I'm on your team here. All right. <laughs> Listen up. This is important. Okay. So I've... I've traced this back to the guy who invented it, which is a, I think, I think he's German. His name, he, he goes by Maximilian Berger. And I really can't tell if that's like a stage name or if that's his real name. Cause like with pickup artists, they always have some goofy fucking Chris Angel name. Like mystery or matador. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Maximilian Berger came up with a, an apocalypse opener for Tinder. And it goes like this. So if you see this, you're talking to a pickup artist. And this, this I'm going to read it. This is verbatim what Maximilian Berger says men should try as like a way to try to sleep with women on the very night you match with them on Tinder, okay? Okay. Hey, I know this is kind of weird and pushy, haha, but would you like to have sex with me? I'm not a creep or a pervert, just a genuine guy. I would treat you with respect and the sex would be good. I can even make you squirt if the connection is right, haha. I will not judge you or think you're easy, quotes, so yeah, excuse me if I come across as a little uncalibrated, but I think you're attractive. So what do you think? Smiley emoji, haha. Wow. Yeah. And this person thinks that this is like a winner. He posts like examples on his Facebook page of like all the hot chicks that he's had sex with using the apocalypse opener. I feel like what's amazing here is that the pickup artists have determined that like the ultimate secret trick is like kind of being straightforward about their intentions. Right, which kind of goes back to like our whole thing about pickup artists all the time, which is that really if they just were probably normal people and like honest with women, they probably wouldn't need to be pickup artists, right? I was alerted to this by the Instagram account feminist underscore Tinder, which I believe is like a watch site for like creepy men on Tinder type of shit. And what they discovered was that men were copy and pasting it verbatim, ha-has included. Oh, my God. So this has been your pickup artist public safety announcement. I don't want anyone to ever say that listening to Internet Explorer was not an educational and, yeah. and, and positive experience. We, we're like D.A.R.E., like that anti-drug program that made everyone <laughs> want to do drugs by teaching them what the drugs were. <laughs> So there was something I saw in the news yesterday uh, that is really in our wheelhouse. And I just wanted to bring up uh, Purdue University now has an official student furry club. (laughs) 
It's actually called the Purdue Anthropomorphic Animal Club. And if you are a furry um, and you attend the school, uh, you are welcome to join the club. You know, it's an official club, so it has to have, like, a faculty member as, like, an advisor. So, <laughs> of course, it's, like, the IT guy at, <laughs> of course. At, uh, at Purdue who has been a furry for 25 years and is, like, the student advisor. I would say, like, one in four... IT people. No, I'd say like one in 10 IT people are furries. <laughs> and right. that means like if you are if you work in IT and you've been in a boardroom recently or like a meeting with more than 10 people and you know all of them aren't furries, you probably are a furry and don't know it yet. <laughs> um yeah, that is accurate. Um, but if so, if you're a student coming up on your college admission deadlines and you're trying to figure out, hey, I'm a furry, where do I want to go to college? Yeah. Purdue University might Although, be the place for you. Why isn't it called Purdue? Like, that's ridiculous. Like, can we put Oh that my out? God. That is so good. Like, it's Purdue. perfect. Purdue. Like, well, how could you? Oh. For a bunch of people that are sexually attracted to Tony the Tiger, they're really bad at branding. Now we're gonna we're gonna get into uh, get into the world of fine dumb just in time for Valentine's Day. Very romantic. Um, nothing is more romantic than the relationship between a white man and his wallet. <laughs> it's true. Um, so I wrote an article for BuzzFeed last week about Valentine's Day and sort of you know love and sex and technology and you know how we live now. So I was aware of financial domination as a thing that exists. And, you know, being like a pay pig or a money slave or whatever. Um, <laughs> and um, I mean, this <laughs> is pretty funny. It's so I'm good. Sorry, it's not funny. Look, uh, nothing that anyone does to make themselves happy is worth us laughing at. But like, come on, this is like a little bit funny. Katie, you and I, you know, we're not very judgmental people. Like we, we hang out in weird parts of the world. Like it's fine. But this is fucking weird and silly. I'm going to put it out there. I'm just going to say it. I think that, I guess here's part of it for me is that my feeling is if there's some weird thing that you're cranking off to, I respect <laughs> that, right? Like, you know what? We all get our jollies in different ways. There's, you know, whatever floats your boat, right? But if this is a thing that you kind of like, but you're not necessarily cranking off to it, then then I think you can judge a little bit more. Oh, interesting. Right? That's an it's interesting like, point. Okay. It's kind of like saying if you're really into Dave Matthews band, you don't crank off to it, but it makes you happy, and I can judge you for having terrible taste in music. So you're saying that you could only not judge me for liking Dave Matthews band if I also masturbated while listening to it? If you were like, the only way that I feel sexually satisfied is if I'm cranking off to... <laughs> Dave Ma- Dave Matthews song, or we'll at a Dave Matthews concert, or we'll just looking at a picture of Dave Matthews, then I'd be like, you know what? That's fine. That's sacred. That's off limits. That is your thing. I respect your sexual choices. I think everyone should be free to do whatever they want. Um, however, if you're just like, man, I love sitting in my dorm room listening to DMB, then I'm like, wow, you just are, you suck. Anyways, back to the topic at hand. So a lot of the times, like, as you'll see this on Twitter, as it plays out, it'll be like a, a sexy, you know, mistress woman saying, you know, here's my Amazon wish list. All you pay pigs, buy me these things. Right. But then some of them are doing this different thing. And what they're doing is they're offering a session where they use this uh, software called TeamViewer. 
And TeamViewer is like a very boring business software that is basically like a remote access, like screen sharing kind of software. So when you were telling me about this, I was kind of laughing about the fact that they're using TeamViewer because like they might as well be like uh, masturbating using Excel sheets. Like it's such like a, a, a corporate like middle it dude. really is it's perfect yeah like so team viewer is the software that like gary from sales would use to show <laughs> his team how to input their new uh client leads or something like kind of like a webinar i did uh did a call with the cincinnati office and uh showed them how to use the yeah. new team viewer software to make sure that their uh reports come in on time right so yeah so basically like Two people, you know, connect using this team viewer software and it basically allows one person to take over the other person's computer and right. they're sort of controlling your screen. And so what the what the women, what the doms will do is they'll go into the money slaves computer and they'll be like, Okay, well, first off, I'm gonna log I'm gonna log into your Amazon account and I'm gonna send all these gifts to me or like I'll go into your bank account. And I'll send a money transfer to me. Yeah. And meanwhile, the guys are like watching this on their computer like, oh, yeah, like do it, do it. Um, and then there's another sort of aspect of it, which is the women will, you know, they'll go into their personal photos and they'll look through them and maybe they'll find an embarrassing photo. So oh, I think oh, yeah. one, of, one of the women I talked to said a lot of guys, because they're kind of into a... You know, if you're into FinDom, you're probably also into, like, other sorts of general humiliation. You know, they might have a picture of themselves, like, you know, dressed up in some, like, humiliating outfit or doing something humiliating. And they'll then go into their email and they'll be like, I'm going to email your wife this picture. And the guys will be like, no, no. And they don't actually do it. Like, they won't act. Like, it's sort of like um, they're they're role playing. Like, it's it's basically like... You're role playing getting hacked. It's yeah, it's all like sort of like, oh, I'm so used to having all of the power in society, but now I'm I don't and it's so it's it's so exciting to me. Yeah, and I think I mean what I think is so fascinating about this is that as our lives and especially our personal lives are so now centered around our digital life so you know your most personal secrets aren't in your house they're locked up in your email or your social you know your facebook or your twitter or you know somewhere on your computer and your your photos like there it's the the idea of someone invading your computer and hacking you is like the ultimate sort of violation and so i mean for most people they don't want to be hacked exactly because of that and like let's be let's mm -hmm. let's be totally blunt here like if you are a straight white man who, like, you know, is the uh -huh. Gary from sales, let's say. Sorry, Gary. Um, like, chances are there's not many other ways for you to <laughs> be violated in modern society. Like, for the rest of the planet, like, hap stuff happens all the time. But for, like, a straight white dude in, from middle America who, like, has a cushy office job, like, being hacked is, like, the only thing that, like, is realistic for you to, like, uh, you know, that it's... Find Dom is the Buffalo Wild Wings of BDSM. Um, That's what it is. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's the opposite of the feeling of power you get when you send back your <laughs> plated Applebee's. I, I think that that really nails it. Um, so coming up next, if you're still wondering why on earth would someone want to participate in this, um, we're going to talk to someone who actually does participate in this, right. um, a man who loves giving away his money to women. But first, before that, uh, we have a word from our sponsors. We'll be back. Support for Internet Explorer comes from Squarespace. With Squarespace, sites look beautiful, smart, and professionally designed. 
You know, unlike that blog that you made when you were 14. Which brings us to this week's installment of Browsing History, where we ask people to revisit some of the most awkward and embarrassing moments from their internet past. Hi, my name is Tyler, but if you search on the internet, put this in quotes, rumpled fedora, uh, you'll find the screen name I used for several message boards, about half a dozen. So if I put rumpled fedora and head growth in quotes, you'll find one result, and it's a, a, a thread I started, and it's called A Strange Question, Head Growth? And here is what I said in August 23, 2005. Hi, I wanted to buy fedora for a while now. But this has always bugged me for some reason. I'm almost 17 right now, and I'm worried that if I order a fedora now, it might be too small for me in a few years. Is this a realistic problem? What should I do? Rumpled. I actually signed rumpled, because uh, that sounded cool to me. People responded, and they were pretty um, encouraging. And there was one thread, it was like, how old are you? And I said, I'm 14. And then there were some guys who were like, Wow, I always thought Rumpled Fedora was a guy in his 20s. Start your free trial site today at squarespace.com. The site is intuitive, the tools are easy to use, and there's absolutely no coding required. And if you sign up for a year, you get a completely free domain. When you sign up, make sure to use the offer code Internet Explorer to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, you should. Hello. Hi there. Hi, this is Katie Natopoulos. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can, yeah. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Just on break at work. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Um, we know you're a busy person. Uh, we know you have to get back to work so you can make money for Mistress Jazzy. Um, so I found you because I had um, I had written this article. Uh, you actually DM'd me uh, to say that you had read it. And uh, I'm sort of curious, I guess, like tell me a little bit about what find um is and what it what you like about it and what you do yeah like how did you how did you kind of get into this whole thing um i guess i stumbled on it unintentionally um i did have a vanilla twitter account at one point it was about a couple of years ago mm -hmm. and someone that i had followed retweeted something to do with findom and it's kind of what i had been doing anyway sort of paying for some sort of sexualized service, which is sort of what Findom is. Mm -hmm. So right now your Twitter account is dedicated to um, a Findom named Mistress Jazzy. So what makes, like, what makes a good Findom? Like, what makes her particularly good at what she does or appealing to you? <laughs> appealing to me, it, it's, um, she looks fantastic. Um, she exploits my weaknesses, for want of a better word. Mm -hmm. to her benefit wait so i have a question i have a question so like you said that in the past you paid you're already sort of paying women for like sexual stuff but what i find yeah. the most curious about fine dom is that it's so abstract and I, I do you do you okay so i'm just gonna to be very blunt like do you prefer fine dom to something like prostitution like instead of paying a dominatrix to dominate you physically do you like the the, the more mental sort of side that fine dom gives you I think so, yeah. Um, there's all sorts of different elements to it. Um, 
that there's been a few different mistresses that I've served over the last couple of years. And the interaction with Mistress Jazzy, given how comparatively little that I contribute, and to be honest, the amount of time that I spend talking to her, it's development into more of a, a friendship, really. And she she recognises my limits. And, I mean, there's been previous findoms that will take literally everything that you have down to the last penny. Like like they'll bankrupt you? Pretty much. But so someone like Mistress Jazzy, she she sort of knows your limits and she respects those limits more. Yeah. How much would you estimate you give her a month? It is set at a minimum of 200 a month. But um, to be honest, I've gave way more than I would anticipate that I would give, to be honest. What is the feeling that you get out of this that makes it so pleasurable and makes you keep coming back? It, it, it's kind of all sexual related for me. It's sort of, I get pleasure out of being teased with almost explicit images. It's never fully explicit, mm-hmm. but it's always intimated. And that's what makes me want to keep going back. Can I ask if you're in a relationship right now? No, I'm not, no. Do you think that if you were, you might stop? I would be more inclined to, because obviously I would need more money to be able to do different things with, with a girlfriend. So <laughs> so the one barrier would be that you just would need a little bit more cash to, you know, take her out to dinner and stuff. What if you, I mean, what if your girlfriend was your, was your, was your master? I mean, I feel like that would be like the perfect sort of setup. To be honest, until it really happened, I couldn't really comment. But it, it, it does sound like, it would sound like a dream scenario, really. Well, ladies, um, if there's anyone out there who is looking for a man who wants to shower them in gifts um, and money. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you so much for talking to us. Yep, My no PayPal address is katienotop <laughs> at gmail.com. Feel free Katie, you to... Said, Katie, you said I was your pay pig. I, I didn't know oh, there were others. That's right. That's right. Sorry. Um, look, you know, Ryan, I'm just keeping you on your toes. I'll have to, I'll have to wait a couple of weeks. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But when, at your next paycheck, let me know. I'll be in yeah. touch. Okay, cool. <laughs> Thank you so much. Bye-bye. All right, be well. No problem. Bye. See you later. Bye-bye. We have on the phone with us Jasmine Mendez, uh, who runs the site IWantJasmine.com. Jasmine, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me, Kinky Guys. So, Jasmine, tell me a little bit about what you do as a fine dom. Basically, um, people start following on Twitter or Instagram, and they end up pretty much begging for you to take their hard-earned money, and they want to see you live, like, the fabulous life while they work at the little cubicle, and I'm at home, like, or partying or sunbathing, and they just beg to, like, give you money so you can do everything that they can. What would be, like, a typical interaction with a guy? Like, how much money would an average person send you a day? Um, I don't do anything less than 100 for interaction, and that's just like, like a good morning, hello, would be like $100. And like, would you, you know, if they paid more, maybe you would like talk on the phone with them or chat with them online, something like that? Yeah, it would be a lot more if I was like to hop on Skype and he actually gets to see me, then we start charging like it's like $10 a minute, sometimes $20 a minute. And then once you're on, then like you do some shopping and First, of course, you get your time paid for, and then you rinse them some more while you're on hand with them. Is that something that you kind of work out with these guys ahead of time, or do they like it when they're completely powerless and you completely bankrupt them? It honestly goes both ways. So it is like you do talk about 
how much you make, you pretty much know, like, his bills, how much he needs, and you, like, take a little bit. But once in a while, you're like, I'm going to, like, take extra and be extra greedy because I feel extra greedy today. How did you get into this? I actually started since I was 16. So when people remind me how long I've been doing this, I've been doing this for a really long time. Oh, my God. So 60, I mean, like, that's crazy because, I mean, although obviously you're not having physical contact with these guys or anything, like, you know, you're underage at 16, right? Yeah, I understand that. Like, no, I've been doing this since 16, um, online, of course, over the phone. Mm. Um, you know, of course, I've never, I've met some of them now as I'm older, but I never, I would never have put myself in a situation where I'm going to go meet someone at 17. So what yeah. would that be like? Like, you're a 16-year-old and you're talking to some guy who's maybe, I don't know, like 45, and you're like, fucking give me some money. <laughs> and he's like, yes. Yeah, give me the money because I'm perfect, I'm young, and I'm hot, and your wife is old and saggy kind of thing. Can I ask how old you are? Yeah, I'm 26. Just turned 26. Oh, wow. So, so you've been doing this for 10 years. Yeah, I've been doing this for a while. What is the, how much would you estimate over 10 years, how much have you made doing this? I would have no idea. Like what I report every year would be about 300K. So that's because that's cash that I, like I have to report because it's online, but I make two times more of that in actual cash. How do you file your taxes? What do you write on the tax form? <laughs> like, I remember Pretty much most of, most of the girls, we all share, like, the same one, two people, and, like, they're the ones who help us file. So somewhere out there, there's a guy or a woman who is, like, the fine dom accountant. Yeah, there's a woman. <laughs> there's a woman we all go to to do our taxes. I... I um, Jasmine, after we finish this call, I have to find out who this woman is because I need to talk to her. <laughs> Have you ever gotten, like, emotionally involved with someone who is one of the guys doing this? Um, I've dated someone that I met, I guess, one time. It wasn't, like, a financial kind of thing. It was more, like, it was submissive turned into, like, yeah, submissive-ish. But it wasn't a financial domination thing, like, where he's, like, pouring money thing. Right. Jasmine, thank you so much for talking to us. Um, if anyone wants to reach out to Jasmine, Iwantjasmine.com let go and buy stuff for her <laughs> yeah spoil me bitches well ryan it's been another uh enlightening episode of yeah. uh internet explorer you know i i like to think that uh our mission here is for people who might not know about gross stuff on the internet that we'll we'll walk you through it in a kind of safer work way um so that you don't actually have to look at the pictures yeah <laughs> Um, I think we did that today. I think we we, we, we broke some new ground. Well, the, gr- um, I mean, the greatest irony about all of this is that Fine Dumb is actually kind of like the least gross thing we've ever done um, in terms of like yeah. visuals because there really isn't any. It's just there- like a sad man masturbating, which is like the cornerstone of modern society. Right, exactly. Um, now, I just want to thank uh, our wonderful uh, podcast staff here, Jenna Weiss-Berman. If she uh, was a sad man masturbating she would be George Washington masturbating after he lost all his teeth <laughs> when did he lose okay whatever uh, if uh, if Julia <laughs> Furlan was sad man masturbating she would be one of the men in Japan that was part of this VR experience that I've read about recently where you put on a VR helmet and then like a woman pretended to be your girlfriend in first person camera view um, and like from what I've read like 
if they keep working on this technology, it'll eventually replace real-life girlfriends forever. Um, I also would uh, like to thank Eleanor Kagan. If she was a sad man masturbating, she would be uh, Argo Studios Paul Ruest, <laughs> who also is here and we want to thank tonight. Yeah. yeah. And, it- and uh, Meg Kramer. She would be. She would be. Uh, if she was a cat in Nako Hatsumi, yes. she would be Tubbs. She would be Tubbs. She would just come in, fuck everything up, but then you'd be happy she came. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like totally. I'm sure for totally. most people it feels nice to have something warm and wet rub against their penis, but only certain people want to fuck an octopus. You know? 